Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Monday's edition. We're starting the week off strong here with Benzinga's Daily Stocks to Watch podcast. We got a great list of stocks mm-hmm. for you to get on your radar today. My name is Brent Slava, joined with Steve Krause. Steve, what's going on? How's the weekend? Good. Happy morning. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Happy morning. Happy uh, new week of trading, everyone. Happy April. I think we said that on Friday, yes. but why not another little nice spring wish here? Hope that was you're... a joke. The, the, that was a joke because it was April uh, 1st. So now I'll we're actually it. in April. Now right? we're actually wishing you a nice April. Exactly. I hope everyone has a great yeah. April. Let's get the spring <laughs> started off right. Exactly. All right. So the Daily Stocks Watch podcast is a list of at least five stocks the Benzinga Pro News S team has on their radar each day. We have them on our radar because we are expecting some, maybe there already was some news announced, and that is going to be the case for a couple Mm -hmm. of these today. Maybe there is an upcoming news item that we think could could create some price action in a stock. We've got them on our radar for the day, for the week. We want you to get them on your radar too, whether mm-hmm. it's putting them on a watch list in Benzinga Pro, whether it's putting on a chart, putting them on a chart in Benzinga Pro, see how they trade for for a day or two or a few hours if you're a little bit more of a near-term trader. See how they trade, see if you like trading them, and maybe you make some action later this week or later today. Who knows? Yep. And our five stocks to watch for the day today are Twitter. TWTR, mm-hmm. big news there over the weekend, actually over today, this morning. Yep. MNST, Monster is number two. XPN 360, this is a new issue of as of last week. XPON number four, Stock to Watch, is BioXL Therapeutics, it's ticker BTAI. And then our last one for today is Power Reit, it's ticker PW. We're going to go into a little bit more detail on each of these. So what's going on with with Twitter today, Steve? I forget. Were you going to take this one, or was I going to take? You know, this, this is me. I'm, I'm going to start us off. And I think, I mean, I think Twitter um, TWTR is is not only a stock to watch, but it's the stock to watch for today. I would agree. I'm, I'm, I would agree. I think it's this is like the news of the day. Um, kind of huge news. So maybe what was the, the, what was week. the news? Yeah, honestly, maybe the week, you know, starting out strong. So yeah. what happened today? Uh, Elon Musk, uh, obviously CEO Tesla, I think richest man in the world. Second, I don't know. I can't remember where he stands on the list. One of the wealthiest <laughs> people in the world took a pretty enormous stake in Twitter. So he filed something called a 13G filing 
Brent's going to walk us through that in just a second. But he he reported a 9.2% stake in Twitter and shares were up 20% in the pre-market and in the open. So so what is this 13G filing? What did Elon Musk do in this filing? What happened? So, yeah, so a 13G filing. So if you are a large, quote, large investor in a company, Steve, mm-hmm. and you have a stake that is over 5%, you have to file with the SEC to publicly disclose. The SEC thinks that this is an over 5% stake is a big enough stake that you, they need to alert the public mm-hmm. that this investment is happening. So there are a couple kinds of filings when a, an investor has over a 5% stake. There's a 13G filing. This is what they call the short form for a filing, and it indicates a passive stake in the company. Okay. It indicates that the investor is along for the ride. They like what management is doing. They want to be a beneficiary of what management is doing. The second kind of filing is called a 13D filing. And a 13D filing is called an activist stake. Mm. And so an activist stake is when an investor wants to potentially influence management. They want to make some recommendations about the company's operations. Um, obviously a more significant investment if they are interested in talking with management, if they're interested in maybe bringing some nominees to the company board on board, uh, you know, making some recommendations about what the company should do with their operations. And so we did have some comments from uh, a pretty notable analyst over at Wedbush, Dan Ives, and I am just pulling those up in my BZ Pro right now, Dan Ives saying that, again, a notable, pretty notable analyst when it comes to Twitter, Mm -hmm. he was saying that he thinks it highly unlikely that Elon Musk's stake in Twitter will remain a passive stake. stake. He he thinks that Elon Musk is going to change his type of filing with SEC to a 13D and then look to like make some influence on the company's management. He has recently had Musk has recently made some commentary on yeah. you know the how the algorithm works, how the Twitter algorithm works. Maybe he has some insight there um that he, you know, wants to try to influence the company to make the company better. Uh uh Dan Ives also saying that Elon Musk's stake could lead to a buyout. He thinks that, Mm. you know, it could be if Musk is making this push for Twitter to have more sort of like free speech approach on its posting rules, Ives thinks that that maybe could open the doors to more potential investors in Twitter in general and potentially lead to a buyout. Yeah, Musk has been, especially last week, you know, this is is not necessarily a a shock, but it is a surprise, right? I mean, he, he was tweeting last week several times about, like you said, the algorithm, freedom of yep. speech, how Twitter is like a public forum. Yep. So I also I, I I agree with that sentiment that, uh, you know, this is probably I, I was surprised that this was a passive stake. And also this is a sure. new stake, too. Uh, yep. We should we should note that, that that he owned no shares in Twitter or at least not, you know, not five percent and then owned up to nine point exactly which is you know very large that's a pretty big stake yeah Yeah. and a pretty big company and so see we did actually have just to play the other side of the coin here we did actually have a bear in this news item uh uh doug cass over at seabreeze capital he's a he's a friend of jim kramer's longtime partner at jim kramer's he works uh i'm 
uh, real money. And he actually tweeted this morning that he has a quote, uh, trading short rental in Twitter. Okay. So uh, <laughs> kind of, you know, kind of uh, funny phraseology. There, sure. I think he's saying that he's basically going to, you know, on the heels of this news, he's going to try out a short in Twitter. If it works, cool. He'll probably take some profits. If it doesn't work, he'll probably kind of like get out of there and, you know, cut his losses pretty quickly. Interesting. Interesting. Definitely the yeah. counter, the counter take for for today, considering uh, where it's at. Certainly, certainly. All right. Our stock to watch for number two for today is Monster Energy. Uh, MNST. Steve, you drinking a monster right now as we speak. Aren't I you? am. I am a low, a low carb, the blue monster, the low carb monster energy. Low monster. <laughs> and so uh, <laughs> on Friday of last week, we saw a little bit of price action, a little bit of volatility in volume in the mm-hmm. issue. There was an analyst at Guggenheim who came out and said, it came out with a note that said, now is the time for Monster and Coke to finally merge. This is mm. literally the oldest rumor on Wall Street, Coke buying Monster. <laughs> this has been been discussed since for literally for 12 years, 10, 10 years on Wall Street, Steve. I, I checked back in my Benzinga <laughs> Pro, uh, Mon- ticker Monster and keyword Coke. And, it, and I was able to scroll back all the way to 2012. There Man. had been this sort of discussion about, you know, Coke's stake in Monster. And Coke does have a large stake in Monster right now. I think about uh, for the last few years, they've had about a 17% stake in the company. And so right. it, it wasn't a ton of price action on this one. But this is kind of one that, you know, I think you might want to have on your radar over the next few weeks here. D- definitely. Definitely. All right. Stock to watch number three, Steve. All right, we have a, a recent IPO, uh, XPON, XPON 360, um, and this is a new play on lithium batteries. We've discussed yeah. this this sector before. It's obviously not not an emerging market, right? You know, p- people have been mining lithium for decades, probably centuries, but it's new in that it's one of the key components in electric vehicle batteries and electric electricity storage, which all those, you know, um, charging stations and electric vehicle manufacturers need basically. And so Mm -hmm. it's become a very hot commodity over the last 10 years. And this is a new, new company. Um, uh, It, It opened on Friday, Steve. I believe so. Thursday, yeah, Thursday or Friday. So this is like a second or third day trading. So uh, I'm sure investors, traders are still kind of like feeling out how this this thing trades. But the company here describing itself as focus on design, assembly, manufacturing, and sales of lithium, iron, phosphate batteries, mm-hmm. and supporting accessories for recreational vehicles, RVs, marine mm-hmm. applications. And they plan. Here's the key. I think. Yes. to expand into home energy storage products and industrial applications. Yep. Yeah, that is the key, the kind of what their what their future is looking at because, you know, mm-hmm. they can always they can always change. And uh they were priced at $7. They did open on Friday and they went up to around 11.29. Okay. Now now they're still hovering around the $7. They're at 7.30ish okay. right now, so they're Profit down from that. Last yeah. Week. Exactly. But gotcha. they're still above that 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 seven dollar pricing. And so what we've been highlighting on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, is we've been hitting you with lists a lot of times. Hey, watch mm-hmm. this group of stocks because what happens and that's what I would recommend here for XPON label this in a list of other lithium plays. And yeah. when we have news, we're hearing a development, whether it's something Biden's doing or another nation, some development on lithium, 
you want that list really quickly so you can pull it up and decide on, oh, this stock's moving on that. Maybe I'll short it here. Or this stock didn't move on that. Maybe I'll go long here. You want to have that yeah. list at your disposal so that you can grab it really quickly and, and make a decision. Exactly. Stock to watch number four, ladies and gentlemen, BioXL Therapeutics. It's ticker BTAI. This is an this is a play on an upcoming FDA date. The FDA is scheduled to rule on the company's candidate for treatment of agitation associated with neuropsychiatric disorders. The goal in that date is called the FDUFA date goal. Mm-hmm. It stands for Prescription Drug User Free Act, and that is going to be tomorrow. That's going to be on Tuesday. Yep. And so, uh. I yeah, what bet. is that Padufa date? What is that, you know? Yeah, what does yes. that mean? So it, it is basically a panel of okay. FDA members will make a recommendation about a product or a drug candidate's uh, efficacy, its safety, and, over, mm. and its overall recommendation about if th- this panel thinks this candidate should go through and be approved by the FDA. This gotcha. is not the FDA. This is a panel of FDA members. After this mm-hmm. FDUFA date happens, and this is for any time this, this date happens for a biotech or pharma company, after this date happens, the FDA itself is going to ultimately rule on a, a product or a candidate. A lot of times they take the recommendation that the sure. FDA panel during the FDUFA date uh, meeting gave. So, right. it, it, But they can say, we don't agree with what the panel made. We don't agree with the decision that the panel made. We're going to go in the opposite direction. I can't think of the last time that that has happened, though. Yeah, it it really tends to be um, mostly that you know that they'll accept that recommendation. Okay, exactly, exactly. Yep. All right, last stock to watch for the day. I'll let you. I'll let you close close up shop for the day, Steve. All right, this one. All right, we got Power REIT, which is a PW, and yep. it's a play on real estate and property use for cannabis cultivation. Yeah, not, not power. Yeah, so cannabis. Um, a cannabis play. Exactly, a cannabis play. Um, and obviously, cannabis is is in the news a lot. You know, we've had uh, the House passing uh, that marijuana legalization bill. Um, and uh, and and so this is a good probably uh, a good way to look at the cannabis uh, industry a little at at the least, Steve, a mm-hmm. little different than looking at like your Tilray's or your right. canopy growths or your Aurora cannabises where those are, you know, they actually sell flour, they sell edibles, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. This is a play on, uh, you know, the, the property itself. I actually found this idea from. Uh, the 420 investor, Alan Brockstein, over oh, at nice. New Cannabis Ventures, he has uh, some exclusive content that he's doing each week. I started tuning into that pretty recently. And this is one that he was highlighting in a couple articles last week. And so I thought, you know, if it's if it's good enough for uh, for the first ever cannabis financial analyst to get on his radar, then yeah. I think it's I think it's good enough for our uh, Benzinga Pro users to get on the, their I, radar. I think so, and I think if someone like him is looking at this, it means that people are looking for, you know, uh, maybe those Tilrays, those Sundials, those um, those other companies, those Auroras are are you know um, getting a little too big, and and people are looking for some smaller, newer, newer names in the space. Sure, something a little tangential, yeah, kind of a yeah. cool little niche. That's what exactly. That's what the the Benzinga Socks to Watch podcast. That's what we're all in. about. Yeah, it's kind of niche ideas, 
uh, stuff that you may already know about, but you didn't know they had exposure to this or stuff that maybe you didn't know about it and you want to get on your radar and see what's going on for a little bit. Yep. That'll do it for us today for Monday's edition. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back tomorrow with another edition of the Daily Benzinga Socks Watch podcast. Everyone, have a great day. Good luck. Have a, have a great day. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's spring like in Park City, Utah? Imagine waking up on a bluebird day to ski the greatest snow on earth at two world-class resorts, Park City Mountain and Deer Valley. Exploring miles of wide open spaces by snowshoe or cross-country skis. Wandering our historic Main Street with its Opry ski scene and award-winning restaurants. When you love it like we love it, Park City, Utah will always be winter's favorite town. Join the experience at visitparkcity.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.